0: Life Audio. You are listening to Hope for Women with Father Wounds, Episode 17 God the Father is Faithful. I am your host, Kia Stevens, and this podcast is for women who have experienced pain in their father daughter relationship as a result of divorce, abandonment, abuse, incarceration, addiction, or a physically present but emotionally absent father. The aim of this podcast is to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. If you are benefiting from this podcast and think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend, rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Today I'm going to be talking about the faithfulness of God. So let's dive in. Honestly, when I sat down to write out the script for this podcast, I wasn't quite sure what was meant by the word faithful. Faithful is one of those attributes about God that I have heard my entire life, but I am not sure that I ever stopped to really think about its meaning. I decided to bypass the concordance and Bible commentaries and start with dictionary.com. I simply wanted a basic definition of the word faithful. What I discovered is that to say someone is faithful is to say that person is true to their promises, their words, and their vows. Simply put, they do not lie. A faithful person is loyal and constant. They are reliable, can be trusted in and depended on. They are believable and true. But we're not talking about a person, we are talking about God. And that would mean all these descriptions about the definition of faithful are applicable to God. We can believe in, trust in, and depend on God. He is reliable. He is true. He cannot ever lie. But why is it sometimes so difficult to believe that God is faithful? I believe it may be difficult to believe that God is faithful for many reasons. But one major reason that has been a struggle for me is that I've had an improper view of God. I've been tempted and succumbed often to believing that God could not be trusted because of the faulty view I had of Him. I perceived that He would let me down the way others had done in my life. So I trusted him not blindly, but with one eye open and one eye closed, too afraid that he could not be trusted to put my full trust in him. Every last one of us has tasted the bitterness of disappointment. We've experienced the sting of having someone or something not come through for us in the way that we desperately hoped or believed they would come through. And disappointment would not be so painful if it were not for the resiliency of hope. Hope says, let's give it one more try. Let's be optimistic. He will come through this time. Maybe she's changed. This time is going to be different. It's not going to be like the last time. Just have a little hope. And so we try again. We believe again. We hope again in someone or something only to find ourselves disappointed again. And as a means of protecting ourselves from the sting of disappointment, sometimes we secretly say, I will never trust anyone again because I cannot endure the pain of disappointment. I will never allow anyone or anything to hurt me in that way again. Sometimes this is an outward choice, but I believe more often than not, this is an inward choice we make and no one even knows about it. Sometimes we find ourselves married and not fully trusting our husbands. Sitting in pews with sisters and brothers in Christ that we do not fully trust, working for bosses and with colleagues that we do not trust. We can live with a level of distrust in our relationships for a long time. Sometimes we do it for a lifetime. Although living in this way will drastically impact our relationships, sometimes impacting the overall health and quality of these relationships, it still happens. As much as we would like to keep this type of relationship dynamic out of our experience with God, it still happens. Our relationships with God are not free from disappointment. This relationship too has disappointed us in times where we prayed to God and He did not answer our prayers in the way that we hoped He would. When it comes to God, however, if we have a genuine, honest, and open personal relationship with Him, eventually God will place His supernatural finger on that area of mistrust lodged in our heart. If we are attempting to have a personal relationship with God while still holding on to an area of mistrust towards Him, it will eventually come up. I know this from experience. I am the woman who has struggled on many occasions to fully trust God. I have brought my one eye opened and one eye closed trust modus operandi, into my relationship with God because I have experienced disappointment, not just with people, but also with God. There have been times when I desperately prayed for God to resolve a particular area of my life in the way in which I desired for Him to resolve it, and He did not. In fact, some of those times, the situations went south and got far worse than I could have ever imagined. There have been circumstances that have made me question whether God was listening or not. I question, well, does He care? Can He be trusted at all? I'm guessing you can relate So why should we continue to say God is faithful if we have all tasted disappointment in our relationship with him? Why should we believe in this attribute when it sometimes feels untrue to say? When I delved a little deeper into my understanding of the word, I realized I limited God's faithfulness to him answering my prayers in the way I wanted them answered. He was relegated to coming through for me in the way I wanted and when I wanted. Then and only then could he be considered faithful. But that is not what is meant when it comes to the faithfulness of God and Quite honestly, if God's faithfulness is limited to answering my prayers in the way that I want, when I want, wouldn't that make him more of a genie in a bottle and not a sovereign God? When we are in doubt, we can look at his track record in the Bible. God was faithful to make Abraham the father of many nations. God was faithful to give Naomi a kinsman redeemer in Boaz through her daughter-in-law Ruth. God was faithful when David vindicated the Israelites from Goliath. God was faithful when he gave Esther the courage to stand up to Haman. God was faithful when he sent his son to earth to die a gruesome death for a sinful people. And if we are still enough, we could fill up the pages of a journal with all the ways God has been faithful to us. To say that God is faithful is to acknowledge God is not like man. He is everywhere at once, has all power, and is always with us. He is big enough to resolve the woes of mankind with an awareness of how the circumstances of our lives intersect with a much larger plan to communicate who he is to humanity. He has an infinite view of my life's circumstances and how... Those circumstances fit into his overall plan for the world. Now, I must say, this is a choice we can choose to believe. We have free will to believe whatever we want. If we choose to believe that he is faithful and can be trusted, when the challenges of our lives look absolutely dismal, we can still see the faithfulness of God. A person with cancer might see the faithfulness of God in the care they receive from a doctor. A single mom may see the faithfulness of God in his provision for her and her children. A father-wounded woman might see the faithfulness of God in the comfort and peace she receives from the pages of Scripture. When I believe that God is faithful, I am able to fully surrender To his ability to resolve situations and circumstances beyond my control and for my good. I'm able to relinquish the semblance of control I think I have in my life. And trust that God knows what he is doing. Even if it doesn't feel like it. He has a plan. And he can be trusted. His promises, words, and vows are all true. He does not lie. He is loyal and constant. He is reliable. He can be trusted in and depended on. This is a truth I remind myself often. As it says in Deuteronomy 7, 9, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations sis god is sovereign god is loving god is omnipotent god is caring and compassionate god can be trusted and god is faithful you've been listening to the hope for women with father wounds podcast episode 17 god the father is faithful I hope this episode has been an encouragement to you and I want you to know whether your dad is deceased, absent, divorced, unavailable, incarcerated, or you don't know who he is. Sis, there is hope for you. Hope to be healed. Hope to be secure. Hope to be free. Completely free. Hope to be satisfied with the love of God. Yes, there is hope for women with father wounds. If you are benefiting from this podcast and you think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Be sure and check out the links associated with this podcast so you can access several free resources for you. Also, I'm excited to announce that I will be publishing my first book for women with father wounds on March 7, 2023. So be sure and subscribe to my blog at www.kiahstevens.com so you won't miss any updates. Thanks again for listening to this episode and I hope you will join me for episode 18, God the Father Affirms Us. Hope for Women with Father Wounds is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. You can learn more about Kia Stevens and her ministry, The Father Swap, by visiting kiastevens.com and fatherswap.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com.